0: One of the many reasons I love sharing these client breakthroughs with you is because you get an inside look at the power of mindset work straight from the source. Today, I'm sitting down with my incredible client, Carly Russell, and we're going deep on the mindset shift that has made the absolute biggest difference in our work together, making it possible for her to hit her first 18K month. We talk about the mindset shift that was key to surpassing her monthly income in corporate, putting in her notice at her nine to five, and using the summer to work and play her way around Latin America. If you're someone who dreams of leaving your corporate job, is looking to grow your income while traveling, or simply wants further evidence of what's possible for you, this episode is an absolute must listen That is going to shift what you believe it takes to have the thriving life and business you desire. you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Carly Russell. Carly is the founder and designer behind Crafted by Carly, a bespoke branding studio based in New York City for mindful entrepreneurs who want to stand out and leave a lasting impact. With over eight years of design experience and a passion for health and wellness, she empowers conscious change makers through meaningful and strategic design so they can build a business they really believe in. Carly, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, Amanda. I'm so excited to be here. Ah, amazing i am so excited first of all because i love these client breakthrough episodes seriously this is like one of my favorite parts of the work that i do because it is just so cool to be able to kind of like take a reflective look back on how far clients have come and the biggest mindset shifts that have really made such an impact and such a difference both for them and their clients and it just makes my heart so so happy so I am so grateful to you for joining me today and I am just so excited for this conversation.
1: It has been an amazing exercise for me to actually to look back and see like the past what seven or eight months working together what we've covered yeah Uh, so that has been so cool. Amazing. So
0: of course I know you and I know your work, but can you let everyone else in on what it is that you do and why you do it?
1: Yeah. So like you mentioned, I am a branding and website designer for mindful entrepreneurs. I work with a lot of small business owners, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs who are building businesses they're super passionate about. And that sort of came to be just because I was building a business that I was passionate about. I wanted to help lift other people up, other small business owners up as they sort of make that own journey and build that life that they really want.
0: Yes. I love that so much. So can you tell us a little bit about kind of what things looked like for you at the beginning of our work together, kind of what you were doing, what your business looked like kind of set the scene for us?
1: Yes, totally. So let's rewind to like the end of 2020, I think. (laughs) I had spent about a year, um, I was still working my nine to five. So I was working as a designer, I was designing all day and then with my business all night um, at a fintech startup based in New York City. And I had been spending sort of my mornings, nights and weekends building up Crafted by Carly. I had always sort of taken freelance projects here and there over the past, you know, eight Nine, 10 years, but I was really trying to focus on niching down, finding my people, honing in on my style, all of that sort of stuff. Um, when we started working together though, I was sort of, you know, trying to do it myself. I was spinning my wheels. I was sort of working on a lot of things at once. Um, and my ultimate goal of course, was to take it full time and be able to leave my nine to five. I just didn't know how to get there. I just, I couldn't figure it out on my own.
0: Yeah, totally. And I
1: think one thing
0: that really stands out to me about where you were at when we started working together was you totally had the passion. You totally had the drive. You totally had the discipline. You totally had all of those ingredients that I absolutely love about the clients that I work with. But I think that you were, I mean, you were burning the candle at both ends. Like there is like no other way to describe it It was like, you were really trying to, I mean, you were basically had two jobs at that point. (laughs) And it was this thing where, you know, it was incredible to look at, but I think it was one of those things where, Mindset, like you knew that that was not sustainable, and mindset was the thing that really shifted that for you. So I think that that is just such an incredible thing to look at because it wasn't like you didn't know how to build a business or you didn't have some idea of like what you should be doing or what you should be working on or like the work you love to do with clients. I think it was really about the mindset behind those actions and doing it in a way that actually made sense for you and your business and the time that you had available because like time
1: was your biggest asset. Like you just had no time. Does that feel true? Oh my gosh. Yes. And and for me too, like I work with so many people in like the wellness and sort of mindfulness space because I love that. So like I cherish my self-care time. And I need my eight hours of sleep. And I wasn't able to get any of that. And I couldn't figure out sort of like how I was able to reach my goals and how I was able to also prioritize my own sort of well-being, self-care, whatever you want to call it. Realizing that working on my mindset is what could sort of get me to to the next level was such a game changer for me.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. So can you tell us from a revenue standpoint, when you were both working in your nine to five and you were working on Crafted by Carly in the evenings and let's be real weekends too.
1: <laughs> what did, what did revenue look like for you? It was pretty inconsistent, I would say, but anywhere from 2000 to $4,000 a month, mm-hmm. um, which at the time on top of a full-time income, I was like, okay, cool. But then I was like, I can't pay my New York City rent <laughs> <with this." laughs>
0: Totally. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting too, because I remember that we had had a conversation very early on. And you had expressed, well, I have this course that I want to get up and running again. And like, we had a lot of conversation around the course and I was like, well, that's all well and good. And I'm not saying that we can't do that, but we just have to sell so many more of them to make the kind of income that you desire. And you're actually kind of killing it (laughs) with one-on-one clients right now. So how can we amplify that? How can we really focus our efforts there to bring the income up so that then you can free up some of your time because you won't be in your nine to five to be able to allocate more of that towards the course. And I think like, from what I remember, that was a really big shift.
1: That was huge. And you sort of making me realize that, you know, there were other ways. I think the course is a great example of how I got stuck in the comparison trap. Mm -hmm. Um, So yet another mindset thing, you know, um everyone online was making courses it seemed to be a good way to sort of connect with more people do that one to many it seemed to be a good way to you know connect with more people potentially eventually bring in more passive income all of that stuff and not to say like you said not to say that that's bad i still have a ton of ideas for that sort of stuff but realizing that at the root of it it was really Instead of focusing on my one-to-one business and how I can actually hit that goal, um, I was more caught in the, oh, my God, I need to make a course because everyone else is doing it. Um, Totally. And I think
0: for me, that goes back to knowing your priorities. And I think like once we were able to get clear on that, the actions that you were taking to get there became so much more clear as well. Meaning I think like your number one priority was to leave your nine to five. Like that has been your biggest goal from the start essentially. So just being able to know that and filter things through that lens is incredible from a coaching perspective, but it's also super useful as a client because then we can say, okay, does this make sense for the long-term goal? And being able to reflect that back to you instead of being like, "Well, well, maybe we should have a course and maybe we should have this other thing and we could go in 50 different directions because... Ultimately, when we have that focus, that is what creates long-term growth. When we're spreading our efforts thin and focusing on 50 different things, it's really difficult to grow any one thing. So I absolutely loved just that shift alone and how like clear you were on the long-term goal. So I think that's incredible as well.
1: Yeah. So I also want to go back to like it also reminds me of the rare to Rock solid PDF that you had provided at the very, very beginning because that was such a good mix of like, okay, my mindset needs to shift about what I'm offering, but who am I offering it to? You know, I've done like a million ideal client um, exercises, but doing it in the context of that and in the context of like, oh my God, my goals are in reach. Like I can really you know set this goal to quit my 9 to 5 in the next 6 months or whatever it was um was so 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 helpful in i think shifting everything for me totally because
0: i think to a certain extent we had t- talked a lot about kind of like diy brand people which i don't necessarily think is like an inherently bad audience or anything like that but i think when we look at the type of projects you enjoy the investment associated with those projects because of the value that you were providing and the level of branding and design that you were providing, like it made so much more sense for you to work one-on-one with people who were a little further along. And I think that that's just such an interesting thing because I think sometimes We do have to think about it from a strategic perspective. Like, is this the right market for what it is that I'm selling? And that was like such a tiny shift that you made, but really just giving yourself permission to work with people who had been in business, but maybe didn't necessarily like what they hacked together in the beginning and were ready to like move on and have a brand that fully expressed them and really step into that that next version of their brand and business, I think was such an incredible shift. But I saw so much growth in that permission that you gave yourself and just like, this is my person. I'm so clear on that. And now I can go for the, like, I can go for it basically, instead of getting stuck in the hamster wheel of like, but can people really afford this? And is it actually what they want? Which we were definitely seeing some
1: of. Yeah. And to me too, it's amazing to see how like my, where I was in my own process, you know, I was ready to uplevel myself at the same time that I was willing to sort of relook at my ideal client and see that I wanted people that were also ready to uplevel their own business. You know, they're like you said, there are a few, a little bit of time in they've started to see success. They've already done the scrappy DIY thing. You know, that was the same time that that we had talked about investments that I could be making in my business, especially while I did have the safety net of my nine to five. You know, I finally hired copywriting after a year of sort of DIYing it. I got my VA, which has been such a game changer. So to me, the parallel between that was really cool as well. And so cool to
0: see too, because I feel like a lot of the money mindset work we did was around you seeing the much larger piece of the financial puzzle, right? I think like for a while, (laughs) and it's funny, I like... (laughs) I think of it like putting the universe in a chokehold, but it's like, (laughs) we want it to come in in this one specific way. Like we want the money to come in through the business or it doesn't count, right? And I think so much of shifting our mindset, not just for you, but like so many entrepreneurs is really just seeing like all the different avenues that money can flow to us. So really just seeing like you were so supported in that you had that nine to five, it was just that you weren't fully embracing and acknowledging. Acknowledging that money at the time. So really seeing the larger picture of like, I am supported, I am like safe in this business right now and I can free up some time that can be devoted towards getting clients by hiring other people to help with some of these like supportive tasks, I think was just such a massive game changer.
1: Yeah, it, it really was.
0: Amazing. So if there was like one thing you could pinpoint in our work together, that was like the biggest mindset shift that made the biggest impact, what would you say that was?
1: So I think for me, and I know you just made a reference to the universe and and putting it, not putting it in a (laughs) chokehold. I think the biggest thing is that the universe will show up if you do. So meaning ask for what you want, take small steps towards that thing, and it'll all sort of work out the way that it's supposed to.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just want to preface this with Carly was like, not that woo woo, (laughs) when we first started working Not at at all. (laughs) Like this, this is definitely a recent development, but I think it's so cool to see because honestly, like this was, this mindset shift in general was something that like helped me to feel so, so supported when I pivoted my business. And I think it's one of those things that I really see for my clients as well, because it is that kind of larger belief system that I think... I mean, isn't talked about nearly enough in the entrepreneurial space because I think that there is so much about action. And heck, there's probably even like so much about spirituality too, right? But like the way that helped me was like understanding that having that overarching belief system, system, having a belief in something that was bigger than just me or just this business was so helpful because honestly, there's a huge part of running a business that relies on trust and faith, right? And I think that that's the piece that we forget about. We're like, oh, well, we can just action our way there, and we'll just like do the things and keep taking action and take the steps. And I mean, so much of what is marketed in the online space really does support that. But <laughs> I think we almost hit a point where we're like, why isn't it working? Like. Why can't I action my way there? And I think that's where mindset comes in because having that belief that, you know, everything you're doing is adding up. Everything you're doing is working in some way. If you take action, the universe is going to meet you halfway. It feels almost magical. It's almost like a magical belief because of how quickly you can see it work. Right. And I think that's the interesting thing about this is so often I don't have to do that much convincing as a coach, because typically what happens is clients either have their own past experiences where they can kind of see how that happened and how it all worked before. so they have their own evidence, or they build evidence really quickly of how the universe is meeting them halfway with those opportunities. But all of that to say, that's the part that helps you to keep going. When you're you know, writing the post and putting it out and hearing crickets, it's really hard to keep going if you don't believe that that is all adding up to something. So I freaking love this mindset shift. It's like one of my favorite to talk about. And I'm like so excited to get deeper on this today. But do you want to share a little bit about like how this mindset shift came about for you and how we kind of ended up here?
1: <laughs> yes, totally. The biggest thing uh, that helped me sort of realize this and put this mindset shift into practice is the book that you had recommended, Playing the Matrix by Mike Dooley. And sort of what, like you said, I think it's so often talked about the, the woo, and the action on like two opposite ends of the spectrum. But this book and our work together really made me realize that it's obviously a combination of them both, right? Like the universe meets you halfway, take baby steps, but don't feel like you need to be spinning your wheels all of the time. And I think for me, like working this into specifically my journaling practice mm. really helped me to start seeing shifts in my business, but also in my life, which of course, as small business owners are so closely intertwined. Totally.
0: So I think and it's so funny because this book, I'm like, I always joke, I'm like, I'm going to start making it required reading for all of my clients because I've just seen like such massive mindset shifts happen after reading that book. I mean, it's like such a game changer, honestly, right? And a lot of what like to anyone listening, if you haven't read the book, just go read the book. But like, (laughs) because he'll explain it much better than I can paraphrase it. But I think to a certain extent, the biggest thing that shifts is really focusing on the overarching bigger vision that you have. What, like, how is it that you want to feel? So we focus on like, more overarching desires and less specifics, and I think that that is probably the biggest game changer about that book. Is then you don't get so tied up in is it this post, is it this client, is it this VA, is it this like because our brains love to do that. We love to like really hang on to those specifics and know that like this is the thing, right? instead of just trusting that all of those baby steps are adding up to something bigger and will eventually lead us to our goals. So that is my like very rough (laughs) description of that book. But I think it's definitely like so helpful when it comes to mindset work. It's one of my absolute favorites. I recommend it to my clients. So if anyone listening has not has not read it, get on over there. I swear this isn't sponsored. It's just like been such an incredible Please impact read the for book. me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We've been going deep on the mindset shift that made the absolute biggest difference for Carly and our work together. But all of this talk has me thinking about the mindset shift that's going to make the absolute biggest difference for you so that you can create big results of your own. This is the work that I absolutely love supporting my clients in and I am really freaking good at because lingering beneath the surface are those thoughts and beliefs that are making it so much more difficult for you to sell and make more money in your business. And getting to the root of those and shifting them allows you to convert with more ease than ever before. If you're ready to dive into this work, I would absolutely love to support you on my free Sincere Sales coaching call. You can head over to com slash Sincere Sales to grab a time that works for you. And remember, I only do a few of these each week, so you definitely want to get over there and book yours now. Let's talk a little bit about journaling, because I think that this is such an interesting way to shift to mindset and mindset practice in general. And so many, I was never really a journaler before I was a mindset coach. And then I was like, everyone keeps talking about this journaling thing. I guess I should get on board. But and then, of course, it made a massive difference for me. But I know that you have been a longtime journaler. So can you talk to me a little bit about what your journaling practice looked like and how you kind of just like use that practice to, to boost your business.
1: Yeah, totally. So I sort of made it into a morning non-negotiable. Um, I would journal with my coffee, you know, sometimes, sometimes I would be meditating. Sometimes I'd be journaling. Sometimes it would be both, but when it came to the business, I just found it a really helpful practice. You know, we spend so much of our time on our computers on our phones if we're marketing on social media and stuff and this is really a way for me to disconnect from that and sort of stop all of that swirl uh, and really just like go inwards and reflect so for me I found that really really helpful and it also is just a way to sort of brain dump ideas um whether it's like for a brainstorm or, or, you know, anything like that. Um, And I found that really instrumental. And I also, I don't really journal just for, you know, I've never been a journaler just for quote unquote life, (laughs) but I found it really, really helpful in the context of building a business. Totally. And so (laughs) now is the
0: part where I want you to share like all of the amazing things that you've created through these mindset practices, because it like, I'm, I'm blown away and I've been here to witness it, but it's just like, so cool to see what you've created. So why don't you talk about kind of like the big picture vision you had for yourself and then let's talk about
1: how that happened for you. Yeah, totally. So i think of two things specifically actually especially in the context of everything we're talking about um you know the book and how and how that book recommendation had made me sort of approach this journaling practice in a new way where i basically was asking for what i wanted without attaching to like you said how it's going to happen um and all those little tiny specific details um so the two biggest things back when we had started working together was that i wanted to quit my 9 to 5 and that I wanted to travel. So I had written, you know, I really want to quit my nine to five. I, I had a goal to do it by by June. And I'd really like to be traveling by June. Granted, there's a little bit of a caveat because I didn't know what was going to happen with a global pandemic. <laughs> yeah, totally. But... <laughs> Um, I was able to quit my nine to five, a few months ahead of schedule. It all sort of happened, which was amazing. And, um, the traveling thing was amazing because I literally wrote, I want to travel by June. And that same week that I wrote that I received an email from a program that I had been wanting to travel with for years that they were launching a program, like the dream program that I had my eyes on and it would leave on May 31st. Ah. And I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) it's happening. Um, So those are two huge things that again, they're really broad. They're not super, super specific, um, but I really watched it all sort of unfold.
0: The thing that's so cool about that is most of the time, I think in business, it's so easy to slip into the belief that the big revenue number is the thing that matters most, right? Like the making more in the business, hitting that 10K month, whatever it is, is the thing that like, matters above everything else. And what I think is so freaking cool about what you mentioned and just your mindset in general is neither one of those things were a revenue number. And not to say that you didn't create the revenue. You certainly did. But I think it's really cool to notice that like What you wanted to create was so much more than like a number in your bank account. It was like this whole experience of life that you wanted to live and what you wanted to create for yourself from that perspective. And like as a coach, like that's what I care about. Like, yes, I want you to hit your numbers. Yes, I want you to like build a business and have a business that you love. And of course, all of those things are important to me. But like, not at the sacrifice of everything else. And I think that that's the thing that like gets me so excited about this is that you you literally created the life you wanted. You were able to leave your nine to five. You've been traveling for the past like what five months. Three and a half, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, not there yet. <laughs> Three and a half <laughs> months. <laughs> but I think that it's funny. I think there was a lot of buildup to the travel. So it's like five months yeah. in my mind. <laughs> exactly. (laughs) But I think that's like, that's the thing that's so cool is that you were able to do all of that. And I remember that conversation when you first received that email, that the program that you had wanted to go on was starting again. And you were like, I don't know. And both your husband and I are like, you can go, (laughs) you know,
1: like do it. Yes. Everyone was like, why not? (laughs) That's
0: okay. (laughs) but it's like, it's so cool. Like, it's so cool to, um, to see how like you created all of that. And like, when we started, you probably had no concept of exactly how that was going to happen. Right.
1: No idea. And I think that that was like the most amazing thing that has helped me now have that trust, you know, seeing that come to fruition so quickly, um, has helped me have that, that deep you know, moving forward with other things that I've been like, how will this work out? How will this work? Well, I don't know how, but it will. Um, so that's, yeah. And and I think the other thing to your point about it, not, none of those goals being a revenue number, like I was sort of finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel where like I was working around the clock because I really loved what I was doing. But like I said, at the beginning, I'm not the type of person to sort of burn myself out like that. So I was sort of of the mindset and I sort of took this mindset with my nine to five over the past few years is like, I want to be comfortable. I want to, I want to make the money I I need to make to be comfortable and do the things I want. Um, but not at the expense of living life.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think that's so interesting because that's, that's the thing that I think brings the revenue That much closer, right? It's almost like it's easier to call in from that mindset because you're already living in this place of what it is that you want, right? It all coming together, believing that it's happening. Like there was so much momentum there from a mindset perspective that I think that's really cool to see. I mean, I'm trying to remember, but thinking back to when you left
1: your nine to five, do you remember what your revenue numbers looked like? So they were, they were starting to eke up because that is what ultimately made me comfortable enough to leave. And I do remember the amazing thing was that the month that I quit, it was March was the very first month that I surpassed my nine to five income. So I think I had, I know it was crazy. It was actually the very, I think the day that I put my two weeks in was the day I realized that I was going to surpass it at like, maybe 8500 for the month. And it was huge for me. Yeah.
0: I mean, essentially, because you essentially doubled your revenue from when we started, if not tripled. I don't know. Math is hard, but you get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Amazing. And then, so like, let's fast forward a little bit because I know that you just had your biggest income month ever. So do you want to talk to us a little bit about that so we can celebrate with you? Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah. So I think, you know, I know I mentioned that we mentioned that I'm traveling and I think the amazing thing is my last month I hit 18k Woo! um which is amazing and still sort of like I can't believe it myself but um I think the most amazing thing is again just putting these mindset things into practice. I'm on a trip now where I am meant to be working and traveling at the same time. I'm traveling with 20 other people who are also working their jobs, so it is a very motivating environment to be in. But there's also a lot of stuff to do, right? Like it's it's after 15 months of being at home. Um, Doing almost nothing, having all the time in the world and sort of having that trust that I can be sort of living my life and enjoying all of these things, but growing my business at the same time has been, again, like so instrumental and transformative. So
0: cool. And I want everyone to
1: know that like Carly is our, our type A creative
0: over here. She very much <laughs> likes things to be planned in advance and go in a certain way and checklists and schedules and the whole thing. Right. So just to like, un- she's like nodding over here. <laughs> but And I'm giving you a little bit of a hard time there, but like, it's, it's so cool to see that like Yours, You are the type A creative and you have so much trust now and you're creating 18K income months and you are living a life in which you travel and can still work at the same time. Like all things that just like, If we had tried to nail down the specifics of those and like put them in checklist form, probably would have been really difficult to be like, it's going to happen exactly this way, but allowing it to unfold the way it did has just been so beautiful to witness.
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. And another sort of mindset shift in the same vein of all of this that I've, that, that you really helped me come to. Um, I think last month was when I was like, you know, I had visitors in town. I didn't feel like I had my routine. I am very type a, my calendar is color coded. Um, every minute sometimes feels (laughs) accounted for. And you were sort of like, but you, but you could still do it. Like it's still, even if it's not the ideal, it's, you were still able to do it and grow your business and all of that stuff. And to me, that's been amazing because I'm like, that is something that I can continue to take with me when I do go home and when I do need that flexibility in my life, which is part of the reason why I created this business in the first place as well. So that's been really, really cool.
0: So I think one thing that's interesting to talk about, because I don't feel like this is talked about nearly enough, is you. we've been working together long enough at this point for you to have seen those ebbs and flows in business. And I think that that's just a really interesting thing to look at. Because I think sometimes there's this idea where once you hit that income goal. Once you have the 10K month, the 15K month, the 18K month, whatever it is, that becomes the new normal. And I think you've sort of seen how business can fluctuate month to month. And there are those ebbs and flows. And I think that, you know, one thing that we have seen overall is how it is tracking upward. But can you talk to me a little bit about how you handled that from a mindset perspective, just like seeing those ebbs and flows in business and really like leaning into trust there,
1: yeah, I think that's been a really, really great lesson for me too, and I think the more I live through it and the more it happens, the more trust I end up having right like a few A few months back when I was just getting ready to travel and there was a little bit of an ebb, I was sort of like, "Oh my God, what do I do?" and then of course, things grew again and In hindsight, especially, it's really helped me to look at, you know, why was this happening? At the time, I was getting ready for a huge trip. I was like preparing. I was packing. I was meeting a ton of new people after being stuck at home for a very long time. And I'm very introverted. Um, So that was exhausting. And then things started to grow again. And I look back and say, oh, why did they grow? Oh, I had the time. I had the space. I was up for the challenge. I was able to do all of that while, you know, my parents were visiting and my friend was visiting. And so now even looking ahead, I have so much more trust going back to that sort of overarching trust um, that the universe is going to pull through and all of that sort of woo, but that it's always sort of happening for a reason. And I think the other thing too that we've worked together a lot is like all of the other ideas that we have that there's not always time for. Yes. (laughs) And knowing that like, those, those ebbs and flows are there for a reason. And there are so many things that I'm always like, Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. And that's sort of, now I sort of know how to better utilize that time. Whereas I think in the past, especially when we started working together, I'd be in more of like a freak out mode. Totally. And like you said,
0: I think some of that comes with practice, just like seeing it play out a few times. And then the other part is truly like like you said, I think like noticing the energy behind it. Like I remember one conversation where you you were like, but I'm spending this on rain boots right now. So I really need a client. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, okay, cool. But like, do you actually have time to take on the client if they came through the door tomorrow? And you were like, "Mm." (laughs) Like, Hmm, I need to buy more stuff. I need more rain boots now.
1: (laughs) I would love to point out the fact that those rain boots never got worn. And I made my parents (laughs) bring them back to the States when they came to visit me. Oh, that's hilarious. But yeah, no, I, I remember that conversation vividly and, yeah, it was that was also another good like money mindset exercise for me to realize, you know, in that case, it was like I've saved for certain things. And like I am able to I, I should be comfortable, you know, spending that and doing what I want and sort of living out this like dream to go travel without worrying about um, things that I didn't really need to worry about yet. <laughs> well,
0: I <laughs> also think it's interesting because I'm I'm thinking back to that conversation and you had saved for this trip, right? So like you did have that like net, but you weren't actually allowing yourself to do that money as what it was intended for, which was a safety net, right? So I think that- The interesting thing that happened was as soon as we opened up your mindset to like, you could dig into that if you had to, if that felt good, if that like was necessary, was the thing that helped you to bring in more money because you weren't in that like mindset of like, it has to all come in through the business. And like, it was just more pressure filled, I think, from my perspective, whereas when you released that pressure and kind of dialed it down and was like, you know what, this is here if I need it. That's what allowed the money to flow in through the business. But if we had kept being like pressure, 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 there's almost no world in which that makes it easier for you to take actions in your business or create more revenue,
1: right? Right. And that exact mindset shift of like being comfortable touching money that is rightfully mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Also helped me to scale by, you know, giving more work to my VA, uh, mm-hmm. for example, and and outsource with stuff like that. So I see such a parallel there because I'm so much more comfortable with that, and I know now we've talked, we've been talking a lot about outsourcing lately, um, and sort of having that trust that like I can spend money to grow the business and make more. Totally, I love that. So. I think it's interesting because I think about
0: when we talk about sort of your mindset and every time you see big results in the business, you always say it's every time I release my grip and that's like your go-to phrase around that. And I think it's so interesting because you're the only client that really like describes it that way. And can you just fill us in a little bit on like what you mean by that and how that's really, you know, helped you to see bigger results in your
1: life and business? Yes, totally. I'm surprised no one else says that. <laughs> You're like, trademark, don't pick it up. It's not for you. <laughs> no one else is allowed. Yeah, no, for me, I think that that one of the biggest challenges I had um before, especially when I felt like my time was more, I guess, quote unquote precious when I was when I was working around the clock was The only way to get anything done was to be sitting behind my computer, sometimes spinning my wheels, working on multiple things at once without focusing on one thing at a time. And for me, so much of releasing the grip has been allowing myself to step away when I need to not sitting in front of my computer and spinning my wheels about stuff. If I'm not certain, you know, what I need to be doing, for example, um, being a little bit more intentional with that. And I've just noticed, you know, a lot of a lot of creatives especially say that like, if they're blocked by something, for example, or don't know exactly what they should be working on, closing the computer, getting away, walking outside, doing a workout, making time for that other stuff that we enjoy is usually what's gonna sort of get you inspired again and get you motivated and make you feel more productive. And I think for me, that's been such a big thing Um, in the context of travel, I think it's been the fact that like, I am trying to, I am a lot more intentional with the way that I'm spending my time because there's so many things that I want to see and explore while I'm here and being able to actually do those things has made me better at my job. Um, because when I am working, I'm like super in the zone, I'm feeling super creative because I'm recharged in that way. Um, and for me, that's helped so much with just balancing, you know, work, rest, and play. Yeah, yes. totally.
0: <laughs> I love it. So good. And I think another thing I want to talk about here, because you and I have had conversations around this, is you work a lot less than you did when you were in corporate And I think that that's just something that I want to talk about and normalize because I think so often going from that nine to five to that entrepreneurial, I have the whole day ahead of me. What should I be doing? Can be, it can be a bit of a jump, right? Like, both from a mindset perspective, from like strategically, how do I go about my day? Like, it's definitely a transition. So, can you talk to me a little bit about like how you found that transition going from corporate to just like full-time working for yourself?
1: Yeah, I I love this topic. I find it quite fun to talk about <laughs> <laughs> because it was really hard for me. As you know, I had this total mindset block that, you know, I was working nine. I love, we say nine to five, which is hilarious. I was working nine to six at least, for my, for the corporate company. And so when I made that transition to full-time at crafted by Carly, I felt that the best way forward was for me to sit in front of my computer at my desk from 9 to 6 p.m. And, you know, as I like to now point out, nobody working in 9 to 5 is working the entire time. No. I was in that world long enough to know that we're twiddling our thumbs. (laughs) When we still worked in the office, we were getting coffee we were going to lunch, whatever. So realizing like, oh, I'm sitting here, but I'm not necessarily being my most productive or creative self. How can I rejigger my schedule to like actually feel good? I mean, I'm not going to lie. It took a while.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The thing that strikes me about that is, like, I think it was that permission piece, right? And I think that's why, like, that is such a huge thing. Because when the expectation is sit here from 9 to 6 no matter what and, like, look like you're doing something, I'm sure you are. But, like, (laughs) I'm just, like, when that's the mindset it doesn't, it doesn't apply. It's like the square peg round hole thing, right? Like you can't apply that to running your own business because you could literally sit at your desk from nine to six and not get anything done or not do anything to build your business, right? Like it's just not the, it's not an accurate measure anymore. And that's the thing that I find so fascinating is the time stops being the thing to strive for. And instead it becomes this entirely different problem-solving part of your brain where it really does matter that you're taking time to think about the actions that are going to move your business forward the most. What is actually going to bring in money in your business? How can you build? How can you grow? And very rarely is that dictated solely by the amount of time you are spending on your business. So I think this is just like such a fascinating conversation to have.
1: Yes. No, that's so true. It's more like once I shifted to to focusing on instead of the how long, but the what, um, which is obviously predominantly client work, but also a lot of other things that go into running a business, the marketing, the content creation, and the other sort of um, higher level things. And then asking myself at what times of day do I do these things best? It was like, Amazing. I always know that, like, in the morning, I'm more creative. So, put that sort of stuff first. I know that at two o'clock in the afternoon, I hit a little bit of a slump, as I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, I remember one of the first few weeks, I think, once I started to realize, like, oh, I don't need to be sitting here if I'm feeling a little bit bogged down. I remember taking a break to read my book on the balcony, which in the nine to five world is like, that doesn't happen. Right. Um, and my fiance was like, what are you? What are you doing? I was like, (laughs) I'm just living my life. Like, but it was like such a—it was the littlest thing, and it just like brought me so much joy to be like, I can do this now. And then when I when I'm past that little slump, I can get back into it, and I have this list, and it's not about the actual hours anymore. Yeah, or the you know the nine to five, the the very specific time frame, I guess, that has been set in stone for so long.
0: The thing that comes up for me there is like the business has just become like. A part of your life instead of like, I got the impression very much that like the nine to six was kind of the whole thing for a while, you know? And I think just seeing how like you've been able to build your own business to the extent that you have while living your life at the same time is just like such a beautiful testament to the growth that you've experienced. And I'm just like, I don't know, I'm just so grateful to you for this conversation and for sharing these insights because this is truly like, this, I want more women to know this is possible for them. Like I want more people to know that this is like this is what happens when you shift your mindset. Like we did not do anything like crazy out there to make this happen. It's really been like a series of incremental mindset shifts over time that have have gotten you to this point. I'm just I'm so proud and I like so grateful to you.
1: Oh. Thank you. And I, you know, I'm infinitely grateful to you because I wouldn't be here. (laughs) I wouldn't be where I'm at without all of the support and help. Oh, it makes my heart so
0: happy. So thank you. So if people love what they heard from you today, where can they find
1: you? Yes. So find me on my website at craftedbycarly.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at craftedbycarly. Beautiful.
0: And then did you say that you had a free brand
1: audit that you offered? Yes. So I also offer free brand and website audits and you can book one of those also through my Instagram. The link in my bio has that. And we basically talk for 30 minutes. I review all of your stuff ahead of time and really just look over your online presence, give you some really tangible tips on how to up-level it um, so that you're really coming across how you want to for your ideal client's. Um, so check that out in my bio on Instagram. Beautiful. All right, Carly,
0: thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for sharing all of this amazingness with us. And I am just so, so grateful to you. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at com slash Shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. So I am so grateful for you to (laughs) make the words